0: was the night before christmas and i didn't really put in any effort to figure out something that was going to rhyme and sound catchy so i'm Ken mcguire and this is locked on nittany lions on the locked on podcast network let's go ahead and get started you are locked on nittany lions your daily podcast on the penn state nittany lions part of the locked on podcast network your team every day That's right, it is the day before Christmas. Hopefully you got all your Christmas shopping done. Hopefully you got all your packages through the mail. I know I didn't. So it's going to be a little bit of an extended Christmas if you look at it that way. It's the 12 days of Christmas, if you will. The first day is going to be the 25th, and the second day will be whenever the post office decides to deliver some of my packages that are stuck in Philadelphia for the last couple of weeks. But anyway... We're not going to be in a grumpy mood today. It is the day before Christmas. We're in the festive spirit. And this is going to be a pretty quick episode. We're going to breeze through a couple of quick topics with you guys. And I'm going to share some final thoughts as we kind of close out the week in the spirit of the holiday season. About, But first, we do have a player transfer notice that we're going to be paying close attention to. And in our second segment of today's podcast... We're actually going to take a look forward to 2021 because this is the time of year when there's a lot of changes being made as far as coaches are concerned. And yesterday we talked about whether or not there could be any internal changes within the Penn State program, specifically with the defensive coordinator. And I will say once again, I don't think that'll be the case at all. But there will be a new head coach for a pretty notable non-conference opponent coming up in 2021 as long as that game stays on the schedule. No guarantees, I think, as we go into the new year. And I think if there's one lesson we learned from 2020, it is not to take anything for granted. And something that I do not take for granted is you guys. You guys that listen to this podcast on a regular basis or as often as you can. You guys who subscribe. you Those of you who leave ratings and reviews for the podcast. I cannot thank you guys enough for that. And I want to make sure that you never miss a single episode by subscribing on your favorite podcasting app right now. And then, of course, after the episode, leave a rating and review. Let us know what you think about today's episode, what you think about the show in general. And, of course, you can reach out to us on all of our social media platforms at Locked Nittany on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch. And yes, stay tuned to the Twitch channel, because we will be doing some live streaming at some point, probably after the holidays. I think we're going to get through the next couple of weeks, and then we're going to really figure out exactly how we're going to go about the rest of the offseason. And that's something we're going to talk a little bit more about in the second segment as well. So again, with all that out of the way, let's go ahead and dig into the, the news of the day, or I guess the news of yesterday, was the fact that the Transfer Portal, has seen a couple of Penn State players add their name to the transfer portal. So a little bit of a surprising development when we found out uh, first from Audrey Snyder, who does a fantastic job covering Penn State football for The Athletic, also hosts the uh, the Athletics Penn State podcast over there if you get a chance to check out uh, what she's doing over there. I think Aldridge does a a fantastic job covering the Nittany Lions, Uh, and so I believe that she was either the first or among the first that I saw to report it, at least, was defensive tackle Antonio Shelton officially entering his name into the transfer portal, and he did eventually uh, follow up this news with a statement that he shared on his Twitter account confirming that he was going to be entering the, the transfer portal in search of an opportunity to play elsewhere for his final year of eligibility. So he'll be moving on to some other program, most likely as a graduate transfer. And of course that's gonna have immediate eligibility. As a reminder, the transfer portal is a database where players who are looking to evaluate any kind of potential transfer options, they can enter the name in the database. They are free to have any communication and interaction with any other program. It's not an NCAA violation. They can actively be recruited by opposing schools and Just because you enter the transfer portal doesn't necessarily mean you are guaranteed to be leaving your current program. We have seen a number of times at Penn State and at other schools where players enter the transfer portal. They evaluate their options, and when they come time to making a decision, sometimes they stay. That's not to say that Antonio Shelton is going to be staying at Penn State. His statement does kind of make it look as though he is moving on from Penn State. So obviously we'll wish him the best of luck wherever he may go. and We'll obviously keep an eye on that. And we'll update that uh, accordingly. So just to keep that in mind, just because you enter the transfer portal doesn't officially mean you have left the program. Although in this case for Antonio Shelton, it does look as though that's probably going to be the case uh, moving forward. Coupled with the news that Antonio Shelton was entering the transfer portal was the news that redshirt sophomore defensive tackle Judge Culpepper is also entering the transfer portal. Again, same situation. Doesn't necessarily mean that he's guaranteed to be leaving Penn State, although odds are I think most players that do enter the transfer portal do eventually move on to another school, whatever that situation may be. But on the same day, Penn State has two defensive tackles enter the transfer portal, one of which is a starting player in Antonio Shelton. And it's not necessarily a surprise that players enter the transfer portal, even if they have starting experience. But I think the fact that Antonio Shelton uh, playing defensive tackle on a very solid defensive line uh, where he has had an impact. I mean, he had a few sacks this year. He had some he had his. His big moments, and of course, he shows off his dance moves on the sideline, which is great to see. Uh, so it is a little bit of a disappointment to see a player that has that kind of uh, starting person, starting experience, and personality, and and character, and it seems like just like a fun guy to have around in the program. Uh, so seeing a player of that caliber moving on to another program that kind of stings because obviously the, the defensive line, while it has been a pretty steady. Unit, I think, for Penn State over the years, uh, you know, you're, you're down another starter. So you're going to have to you know, look for some guys that really step up in the offseason going into next year. And, you know, Judge Culpepper maybe could have been one of those guys that would kind of grow and blossom into one of those roles. But uh, obviously, that's going to be a little bit of a concern. So now Penn State's got a couple defensive tackle positions that have opened up on the depth chart. And we'll see if that's something that James Franklin addresses through the transfer portal uh, because the transfer portal can give it and it can taketh, And in this case, uh, maybe filling in a couple of needs at the defensive tackle position through the transfer portal could uh, come into play here. Now, of course, James Franklin did note after signing day, the, the early signing day. That Penn State was going to be active uh, in the transfer portal uh, evaluation and scouting. Uh, so I you know, think the the position he was most focused on was probably cornerback. But now you've got you just added a running back <laughs> just recently from Baylor, and now you you may have a need at defensive tackle. Now again, I I do think that Penn State at the defensive line position they have typically fared pretty well. So I'm not saying that this is a, a major red flag for that unit going into 2021. Obviously, uh, at some point in the coming weeks, we're going to take a look at each different position on this Penn State roster and kind of figure out exactly what they have coming back, what they have to look forward to going into the new year. Losing a couple defensive tackles at this point in uh, the offseason, mildly concerning, but um, again, I'm not ready to say that this is a devastating blow for the defensive depth on the defensive line obviously we'll take a look at that a little bit closer in the weeks to come but as for right now obviously losing Antonio Shelton is a little bit of a setback but that doesn't mean that this defensive line is in shambles now so we'll see a little bit about where this goes for Antonio Shelton where Judge Culpepper may not have gone and whether or not Penn State digs into the transfer portal to kind of fill those holes moving forward. Well, Christmas is tomorrow, and I am looking forward to having some moments to chill because I've been working hard this year. It's been a very difficult year. I've had a lot of long hours, and now I get a chance to just sit back, relax, and have a nice, cold, refreshing Coors Light as I celebrate the holiday responsibly with some close family. Now, if you're looking for a beer that is made to chill, look no further than Coors Light. That is because it is literally the beer that is made to chill. It's as cool as refreshing as the Colorado Rockies themselves. And now it's never been easier to make sure that you are fully stocked with a fresh supply of Coors Light. And that's because you can get contactless delivery with Coors Light delivered straight to your door. If you want to find out how you can do it, bring out your phone and go to get.coorslight.com and find out how you can get Coors Light delivered in the new look, delivered straight to your door. Coors Light is the one that I choose when I need it online. So when you want to hit the reset button, reach for the beer that's made to chill. And of course, as always, celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company golden colorado now we all know that penn state is not participating in a bowl game this year but that doesn't mean you have to sit on the sidelines this bowl season or as the nba is tipping off and the nhl is getting ready to drop their first pucks and of course the nfl is winding down the regular season getting ready for that playoff push get in on the action with betonline.ag there's only one place that has you covered and one place that we at the locked on podcast network trust and that is betonline.ag Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus when you make your deposit. That's awesome because it's like free money. And you're listening to some of the picks I've been handing out this week. Hopefully, you've been getting some of that free money as well because I've had some good picks this week. I've found a couple that I've missed on. I know we whiffed on the over with BYU and UCF, but, but come on. We, we were a field goal away. Could we not get one more touchdown out of that high-powered BYU that one stings a little bit, but hopefully you made up for it. Took my Nevada pick against uh, Tulane in the Potato Bowl. That was an easy pick. Very free money for you guys. Hopefully you guys signed up for your account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on. Once again, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code locked on. Receive a 55% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And speaking of experts, if you're looking to make a few bucks with some tips and some advice on the betting lines, make sure you check out the brand new Locked On Bets podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Betting on college football, or the NFL, or the NBA, or the NHL, it doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, quick hitting advice, and make the smartest possible wagers. Subscribe to the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're at it, make sure you're subscribed to Locked on Any Lions and leave both shows, ratings and reviews. Give us those five-star reviews for the holiday season. I think we all deserve it. Hopefully, you feel like we are worthy of that as well. So if you remember before the Big Ten decided that it was going to come back and put out a schedule for Penn State fans and the rest of the Big Ten fans to enjoy some college football this season with their home flavor, it looked as though we were not going to get Big Ten football. And when that was the case... We went out and about, we tried to find a team out there that we could adopt and cheer on as our own and try to cover it a little bit, uh, have some fun with it, when it looked like we were not going to have Penn State football to be talking about. And the team that overwhelmingly won our hearts (laughs) was the Auburn Tigers. We had a lot of Auburn fans reach out to us, and many thanks to uh, Zach from uh, Locked On Auburn podcast. Uh, He got his followers, he got his listeners to reach out to us and welcome us with open arms, and we had fun with it. We were all in on adopting Auburn as our adopted team for the season, and then shortly after we adopted Auburn, we found out that Penn State and the Big Ten was going to be coming back. So we kind of put that off to the side. We had some fun interacting with the Auburn fans all throughout the season, though, and of course, uh, Auburn had a little bit more of a successful season than Penn State, but ultimately, they're in a position now where they've got a brand new head coach. If you haven't been paying attention to the coaching carousel this time of year, Auburn moved on from Gus Malzahn as their head coach after a few years, and they were ready to go in a new direction. So to replace Malzahn, they have hired Boise State head coach Brian Harson, who has now officially, I believe, been named the head coach of the Auburn Tigers. That's a great hire for Auburn. And the reason we're mentioning it right now is not just because we adopted Auburn as our adopted team, But if you look forward to that 2021 football schedule, Auburn's coming to Penn State. This is the start of a home and home series between Penn State and Auburn, which I was already looking forward to well before we even adopted Auburn as our adopted team. I was just looking forward to a home and home series with an SEC team. And here's hoping that that series gets a chance to stay on the books because obviously this season kind of got got messed up as far as the schedule is concerned with Penn State losing the series. With Virginia Tech, it looks like, uh, because they were supposed to go down to Blacksburg, Virginia, this year to play against Virginia Tech. And Virginia Tech was supposed to be making the return trip. And, and recently, Virginia Tech AD with Babcock says, suggested that that series is no longer going to be uh, held. Uh, so here's hoping that between now and next September, that we're in a much better place where the current schedule can stay put. And we can get that awesome home-and-home series underway between Penn State and Auburn. Now, it should well be worth mentioning that this is going to be a very tall task for Penn State because I think Brian Harson is a really good coach. I think he has a very successful track record uh, going from his time at Arkansas State where, ironically, he replaced Gus Malzahn when Malzahn went on to become the head coach at Auburn, and now he's in the same place again at his biggest job yet. You know, I love Boise State. I'm a big time fan of the group of five action and what he has done at Boise State is really good. Not Chris Peterson good, but very good. And I do do think that he's going to be in a really good spot to take on a program that is in a tough division, certainly with Alabama and Texas A&M doing their thing right now. And I think LSU will have at least somewhat of a bounce back. But I do think that Auburn's going to be in really good hands with Brian Harsin. And I'm looking forward now to really digging in and scouting Auburn over the course of the offseason and seeing what Penn State could potentially be up against. Again, I don't know if this game is going to happen. I don't know if this series is going to happen. I'm just moving forward and planning as if that is going to be the case. And that brings me to my next point. How does Penn State go into this offseason? What is the mindset? What is the, the schedule going to be like? You know, obviously... You have your tentative plan of when your spring practices are potentially going to start, or if you haven't mapped that out yet, you have an idea of around when you would like to get that underway. And then of course you got to figure out exactly what's going to happen with your spring game, the blue white game. And there's a, there's a lot that needs to be figured out along the way. So obviously you put together your tentative plan and then you need to have alternatives just in case, because I don't know what's going to happen over the course of the next few months. We, we saw Penn State basically have to scrap their whole spring schedule at the last minute, <laughs> last season, uh, or you know last spring, because of everything that's been going on with this pandemic. And I don't know exactly how much further along the lines we're going to be in the next month, in the next two months, certainly in the next three or the four months, but I do think that now I'm sure that James Franklin and the entire program, they're not going to a bowl game. Now you get some extra time. First of all, spend some time with the family, <laughs> get reacquainted with them and enjoy that downtime while you have it because you do start need to be preparing for the 2021 season as if it's going to be happening all, uh, with a full schedule. So you go through the, the normal routine of your offseason, uh, obviously without a bowl game. Uh, you got to figure out exactly when you're going to start those spring practices, what kind of roster you're going to have back. Obviously, you got a national signing day once again coming up in February. So there's still lots of things on the calendar to look forward to. And then here's hoping that everything can stick to that plan because we all love it when a plan comes together. So I don't know exactly what that means just yet, I don't know how soon James Franklin and his staff are going to put all those details together, but I think right now everybody deserves a break. So I fully understand if everybody wants to just take a couple weeks off and just kind of uh, relax a little bit and maybe have a couple course lights and chill. But I do think that, uh, you know, I think after we get into the new year, after we flip those calendars over, anyone still use calendars besides me? You know, am I the only person who still has a calendar up in my desk, in my, in my office right now? Uh, I, I would love to know what you guys have to think, but I do think that once you begin January, then it's back to getting into that mindset of exactly how you're going to prepare for this offseason. Because even if you are going to have a weird offseason, maybe you're now you're more prepared for how to handle it. And I'm not saying that you know it's a massive failure. If you didn't know how to handle it last year, I think Penn State, given the fact that they went through a full nine-game Big Ten schedule, I think that they did something right. But now you take some lessons from that, and if you implement them, if you have to, I don't know if you have to or not, but here's hoping that lessons have been learned and maybe next year things get off to a better start, whether or not it's an abbreviated season or a full regular season as currently planned. Here's hoping that that's the latter. If you don't mind, I'd like to actually close out this episode with a little bit of a personal note. And really, I just want to thank you guys so much for all the support that you guys have shown me individually and, of course, this podcast and the continuing work that we have at this whole network on the Lock On Podcast Network. I really do feel as though 2020 has kind of been a life changing experience for a lot of people. And I I do feel fortunate that I am in a better position than many people I know are. And I'm not saying that to gloat. I really don't I really feel for anybody who has been impacted either directly by COVID-19 or has had to deal with some kind of economic uh, impact of everything that's been going on. I mean, I lost a job. And I know lots of other people have lost jobs and people are struggling right now. And now that this is basically you know the Christmas time and you know the holiday season, we, we try to put on a happy face. and I know that's not very easy for a lot of people right now. And I know for a lot of people, sports being back in any capacity is a very welcome distraction because it gives you something to kind of take your mind off of everything that's going on, maybe in your personal life or your family life or you know your job, whatever the case may be. Uh, again. So many challenges in 2020, a lot of people working from home, a lot of people losing their jobs, a lot of people kind of going day by day uh, with everything that's been going on. So having sports there as an outlet has been something that has been a welcome uh, return to some normalcy. Even if sports haven't exactly been normal, it's at least comforting to know, I think for many people out there, that you can watch a football game, you can watch a basketball game, a hockey game baseball game, whatever the, whatever your preferred sport is, knowing that it was there in some capacity there for you, uh, I think was a nice little stress reliever in many cases. Obviously, sports causes a lot of stress too, but uh, not to make light of the situation. That's why I think it was good for a lot of Penn State fans when the Big Ten did ultimately put together a schedule for this past season. And I know for me personally, look, doing this podcast would have been a challenge if we didn't have Penn State football to talk about. You know, I'm just going to be blunt with you. I don't know if we would be doing five episodes a week for sure uh, because there wouldn't be a whole lot to talk about. So me personally, I was, I was ecstatic that Penn State and the Big Ten were coming back, but I also know that it was it was, meant something a little bit more to a lot of people out there who needed something like this to look forward to. Not this podcast, but <laughs> the Penn State football and, and whatever other sports you're interested in, having them come back was huge for a lot of people. And I know that uh, for me, uh, be, getting a chance to talk about Penn State on a regular basis that was great for me. I, obviously, I log a lot of hours with my day job and some of the other assignments I have taken on. But doing this podcast was something I always look forward to doing for the, the past couple of months. And I know it sounds like I'm I'm leaving this podcast. That's not at all where I'm going with this. My point is. I look forward to doing this because I love interacting with people and I love having this outlet to kind of uh, release some of my stress because that's what this is all about for me too. I get a chance to do something that I really enjoy doing and I really enjoy putting this product out there and I know know, some episodes are better than others, I'm not gonna lie, but I do think that it is tremendous knowing that there are people out there who have this uh, podcast showing up in their podcast feeds on a daily basis and maybe it's something that they're looking forward to. Maybe it's just something that they want to listen to to kill the time. If I was able to do that for you guys, uh, I am happy to do so. And, and hopefully that was the case because I always want to try and bring some conversation to the table. I want to have some fun and I want to have some uh, serious discussions here and there. But hopefully that this was a distraction for a lot of you guys out there that needed it. And if not, hey, let me know what you think about the show uh, because I'm always trying to look to improve it as well. But I do say thank you so much to everybody out there. This podcast simply would not be what it is without you guys. And knowing that this is potentially being a nice little distraction for some of you out there from the real life, uh, that just makes it more rewarding for me on a personal level. But I do say thank you once again to everybody. I hope you guys all have a fantastic Christmas if you're celebrating. If you celebrated Hanukkah, I hope you guys had a great Hanukkah. Whatever other holidays are out there, I hope you guys enjoy them all. Enjoy them. Celebrate responsibly. Be careful. Be uh, safe. Do the smart things. Uh, you know, Just because it's a holiday, don't, don't go too stupid. <laughs> but I do think that uh, it takes a moment to kind of reflect on everything that's been happening this year and what we have to look forward to in 2021. I do believe I am an internal optimist. I can't get around that. But I do think that better days are ahead of us. And here's hoping that that is the case. And I'm going to be back. We're going to be doing more podcasts. Um, I don't know if we're going to have one on Christmas or not. My original plan was to have one on Christmas and maybe one over the weekend. I don't know. I I may change the plan a little bit, uh, but we will definitely be back next week with a full slate of shows going into the New Year's Day. Um, We're going to try and work on a couple of guests as well. So stay tuned. We have a lot of content to go forward with, even though there's no Penn State football in the very near future to look forward to. We do have a lot of topics of conversation we can go into. And of course, we'll start digging into the 2020 season, kind of look at the highs and lows and maybe replay the entire season we'll, we'll see how it all goes but lots of stuff to look forward to and hopefully you guys are looking forward to it once again Merry Christmas to everybody who may be celebrating uh, have a good couple of days off if you get them and of course we'll be back very soon so thank you once again thank you for subscribing leaving ratings and reviews and of course following us on our social media platforms at locked on Nittany on Twitter Facebook Instagram and Twitch and of course. I'm Kevin McGuire. You can give me a follow on Twitter at Kevin and check out my college football content on AthlonSports.com. And don't forget about my Patreon at Patreon.com slash Kevin McGuire. Till next time, everybody. Have a great holiday. I will talk to you very soon. Bye.